to the Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion. I am your host, CZG123, and I'm in the place to be. And I want to thank you all so much for listening to this program. And I beg of you, please subscribe and share this program with your friends, family, and yes, even your enemies. Because let's face it, there's a good chance you two are going to bond over this radio show and the music that's played. And soon, before you know it, you'll be having breakfast with your enemies. New episodes every TNT, that's every Tuesday and Thursday. Subscribe and follow on most major podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Amazon. It's all right there. And please visit czg123.blogspot.com, because there you can find an embedded radio player playing all the episodes of this radio show, as well as check out articles I've written regarding different aspects of music. Right now, I have a new article up with regards to the uh, love affair between rock music and hip-hop. I uh, seen that there was an era where a lot of bands were incorporating hip-hop, and a lot of hip-hop acts and MCs were working with established rock bands and bands in general. The great rock slash hip-hop crossover, which could be pinpointed at the time Run DMC worked with Aerosmith, on Walk This Way, uh, maybe it came before. Uh, anyways, you can check out articles there and you can follow there as well. So that's a really good fun time. And uh, I really do have this amazing pleasure to speak with uh, Brother Prince George. I'm gonna dive into that amazing interview uh, right after this brief message followed by uh, a rainbow flipper musical explosion for you with the first song going out to my brother Danny Snacks, you know what's up, kid. Suburban Mall for a price. They can also be purchased here at Hatch Galore for less. That's Hatch Galore, Hatch Galore. We're your favorite fine hat store. Hatch Galore, Hatch Galore. We've got hats and so much more. Hatch Galore, Hatch Galore. Come on in, we're right next door. Hatch Galore, Hatch Galore. We got hats and this and that. Hatch Galore. 10061 Gratiot in Detroit. Call 313-579-1761. All right, boys. This is it. Over the hill.
Introduction is needed for the organized confusion on the bleeding. We don't want to do it just like this, representing for the New York City staff. Oh, I got my man Bobby, the when he's in here. We do it like this, as we said it clear. Stretch Armstrong's on the one and the two. Mr. Extra P, we do the do together under any kind of weather. So, yo, I got my man Ferromont, he's on my side. I got my man O.C., he's in here representing Organized. Check it out, we do it like this for the 9-4 flavor because we gotta look ahead, you know what I'm saying? But, like my man Tip said, Extra P said we can't count the years, so I do it like this for my fellas out there. Uh, in the hood, Southside Queens, should I say Queens in effect, just like that. Should I say Uptown, you're in here, Bronx, the BX, we flex like that. Can't forget about my peeps out there in Brooklyn. We do it like that. Now respect to those who supported the first LP. Check me out. One time, check me out. New York City in the hole. Check me out. Long Island, check me. Descending down from above to get you. Hit your split your bitch your brain. Sit your ditch your body in the woods. Mostly prints. I can't fuck with you. So picture the pain that I fight by two mortars. I'm sort of cannibalistic. Eating competitors and like us are on a mystic. Switch to change, rearrange my style. Strange to range, this must the tip. The guys I kicks it. Verbally, I know you're hurting me. Running upon the jagger, there's your life living trife. Suckers wanna murder me. Vertically, I'm climbing up, 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 up. up. Struck you as a weirdo and unordinary philosopher, straight from the esophagus. Organizers here, no one is stopping us. Because my herd is thick, quick to lick off the clip and slip into the whip a whip for the dip. So, Mr. Farrah, roll up to grab the microphone and let you know. Let him know and let him know. We rip it, we get you open your eyes up, ah, wake, wake up, up, wake up, rise up to the ah, words of organized, visualize the man in the logo, so ah. the madness trapped into the mind of the foul, vocals are going long distance, I came back with the status persistent, smacking niggas in the local area, zip, one, one, four, three, three, causing a stereo, oh shit, step into the realm of a mad, get a bad, get a sad, get a, no, 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 no need no ad I'm dope. If I wasn't, then why would I say I was? How could I? could I? Highly explosive. Never ever exceed the recommended medical dosage. Poetical implants placed in your ear make me cause a catastrophe to the kick drum. Um, the sinister of snare peep creep. Never sleep. Beware. Who will escape and stay from a bombardment of shattered fragments released from niche compartments? My term, technology is it. Equivalent to trigger nometry, I leave no footprints on the sands of time, so these whack MCs can't follow me. So Prince Poe, uh, if Check you know out. who you are, Check nigga, get on that mic and Check become it out. a Check it out. I gotta feel the flow, I gotta, uh, I gotta feel the flow, I do it like this, I'm representing the O. I throw the shit off the top of my dome, I'm on the microphone, I'm with the extra piece, so you know I'm not alone. With my man Farrah G, he's on my right, as I do it like this with my man O.C., in here tonight with my man OG, Mr. Complex, I do it like this, so what the fuck, I can bring the text if I want, I'll kind the of front styles haunt, your house like the haunted castle with no hassle, uh. check, check them out, check, check them out, check, check them out, it goes check, check them out, 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 yo, 
Electrifying bodies at the party Whips a lingo Having potential to be a real fat cat single Flow as wind blow through a window Resting on the second floor You can smell aromas of endo But I don't smoke no chiba I will achieve her Scientific centrifugal style without a breather Hey, this shit is weak from Sunday through Saturday I reveal Clyde Niggas dip right away I seen him with the infrared eye Brother, you bet I Got with buzz buzz it And killed the bottle with dead eye Man, you're short-handed Tight right You're stranded You're stranded Taking your strike like you were branded Like Chuck Connor Lost his honor for being a coward Gunpowder's the aftermath of a shower I'm getting massive responses I soak it to your conscience I'm an idol for some with my table of content I don't flow I drop rhythmatic tonguing And hypnotize is your best Keep your eyes on the coming See, I can never get frozen time The matter separates rhymes in the mind from my physique Complex You're up next Get on the mic and do the real mic check I got this look like I just woke up I start swiping it from computer You joke up, I broke up, obscure, I belong, objects presenting itself. And by myself, I'm representing an unidentified plan, network, reach my stand. At the top of the pyramid, open jack and ask for permission to God, cause I can just scare a kid. They say I need counseling. My times will ring when I offering off your ceiling, cause I know what you're feeling, cause I am the splinter, the inventor of the complex you enter. Course, now you know the ways of the force. You can't come with the karma, stop fucking with the sockets And get your goddamn hands out my pockets See, niggas advance from the simple song and dance The dance, as I'm blasting at your ambulance I just wanna make sure that another you Jump the ball, jump and jack me out I do it like this, I'm showing what I'm about Dear God, my crew smokes too much weed I get lifted with the natural shit It's most guaranteed Believe I leave heads bopping Even after the beat stops, it's dropped, it's cropping In my field, see, I flip scripts and I'm MC's chill, long trip, I'm scraping them off the windshield and grill. You can see for yourself that I'm ill, laughing. I kill beats because I ain't having any other way. So step up to the uppity, Nick. I get you open like a cup of tea screen. See, baby, I can pick when it's time for the flexing. When I'm rhyming, I'm complexing. I aim, I flow, I stream. Cause I'm the type of guy that took your blue for the dream. Wild cocky many thoughts, similar to rainy smurf, popping through my mushroom. I surf to loose this, give me some volume. Let me boom your box and circle, you promise to trap it on. Your raps are infected, and I avoid them like hitting skin straight up, wait up, refresh it. I get your blood pressure rate up. Elizabeth, I think this is the big one. Yeah. Check them out, this is my last one. Oh, 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 Paul A. We gonna. Can you hang out for another 10, 15 minutes? You. Huh? Who? Alright, boom. We're gonna go back into the music, come back with another large professor beat. Mr. Complex, thank you very much. Before you guys go, you wanna give some quick shout-outs? Okay, we're gonna come back, we're gonna come back. Alright, alright. Boom boom bow like that. Stretch on strong show, 89 take nine glue, dude. You better hold on to your hats, cause there's more.
heard from Ben Folds 5, one of my favorites. That was the Battle of Who Could Care Less from their album Whatever and Ever Amen. It came out in 1997 and it reached number 26 in the UK singles chart and uh, it got a lot of play back in the day. Let me tell you something. That is a fantastic album. If you haven't heard it, Whatever and Ever Amen. Um, a song which I feel might best exemplify Generation X, yeah? Because we're kind of apathetic, but at the same time we want to do a lot. And we have done a lot as a generation, Generation X. Uh, but also there's that kind of attitude where it's like, yeah, I could care less. But, I don't know, open to interpretation. That's just the way I see it. Before that, you heard from O.C., now this uh, MC, who's uh, fantastic, was born in Brooklyn. Um, and uh, grew up in Bushwick, and he um, really got his, uh, he was influenced by a lot of, like, cool rappers like Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, The Legends, uh, Cool G Rap, and uh, he made his first recording appearance on Organized Confusion's Fudge Pudge, and then 
A year later, he was on uh, MC Search um, um, on his remix to Back to the Grill, which also had Nas on that uh, track. So yeah, you know, Search uh, worked with a lot of artists. He helped put um, uh, Necro, a bunch of other guys on the map. But um, OC uh, then became friends with Lord Finesse. And the track we heard from his uh, album, which uh, is a lot of B-sides and rarities, came out in 2019. It's called The Ozone Files. And that track is a freestyle from the Stretch and Bobbito show. Uh, featuring not only OC, but Organized Confusion and Mr. Complex. So I think that beat is not only awesome, I think that might be a, it's either a large professor or Lord Finesse beat. I have a feeling it's a lot, uh, Lord Finesse. But man, I remember that beat back in the day and just going crazy. And then to hear them freestyle over it's just such a treat. And then starting off that Rainbow Flipper musical explosion, we heard Bring on the Lucy, parentheses, Free to People. Uh, a song going out to my brother Danny Snacks, uh, Punisher Twin Number One. Uh, it's obviously a protest song, and it's from John Lennon's album Mind Games, which came out in 1973. It is a great, great album, I'll tell you that much. Uh, so, yeah, um, I, I, um, a music critic by the name of uh, Rob Hughes considers this John Lennon track his seventh best political song and uh it is a great great song you have uh, david spinoza on guitar p kleinow on the uh, steel guitar pedal steel guitar ken asher on the keyboards gordon edwards on the bass jim keltner and rick Murata on the drums and uh something different is credited as the backing vocals great song uh so this is the rainbow flipper musical explosion I am your host, CZG123, and I'm about to hop into the segment that I like to call Why Music. And uh, on this interview, I sat down with the uh, amazing and uh, always hustling brother, Prince George. Now, this fellow does it all. He wears many hats. He's an actor. He's worked in the industry in both. I mean, he's just overall entertainment industry over here. He. He's a, an artist, he raps, uh, he writes, he's a spokesperson. He actually represents uh, a really cool project, Warzone Comics. You can find out more by visiting the link that's in this uh, show's description, but you can also go to Warzone Comics, W as in West, Z as in Zebra, C as in Chair, dot com slash our dash podcast. So definitely check that out. This guy has just so much experience. Um, Prince George, I want to thank you so much, brother, for coming on. Uh, what? How did you get to this point? You know, uh, you you really have. It seems like you're doing so much. I want to know first off, what what got you into rapping? What got you into doing this hip hop? Because I understand that you have a lot of influences. Yeah. Well, actually, I wasn't a rapper before at first. Um, Again, like, you know, well, I, like I say, like anything, like as far as art and music, you know, you hanging yeah. out with friends, you doing, th you know, you hanging out, you entertaining yourself, entertaining other friends and things of that nature, right? Yeah. Initially, I was a singer. I was a singer songwriter at first. Got it. Right. And I was initially part of a group called uh, Modesty initially. Like me and my brother-in-law and two friends from high, from, uh, from high, when I came to high school, we was all part of a group called Modesty initially. Okay. 
And then I had a couple other friends um, wanted to form a rap crew. And at first I was like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't rap. I don't do none of that. I don't, yeah. like, I don't do it. Like, but then, you know, like you hanging out with people and you joking with them and, you know, everybody, they, they be hanging around rap ciphers and yeah. I would never technically feel comfortable enough to sit down there and, and, and rap stuff. Yeah. And so when Modesty broke up, I was like, okay, fine. I'll come in and the, the group, the rap crew, but I'll come in as like, say like the, the singer or the, the, right. the, the, the songwriter for the group or whatever the case is initially. Yeah. And so I was kind of like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna let y'all technically do whatever y'all technically do. And I would sit down and book. I was with my mom because my mom was our manager. Oh, wow. So my, cause my mom writes music too and stuff. Oh, great. Wow. Okay. So she, well, she used to write music when I was a kid. She used to do, um, uh, write music for church choirs and tour everybody around and other stuff, right? Wow. Yeah. So, so my mom, I was like, yo, I feel comfortable with my mom managing originally. Yeah. And so, um, I was like, okay, cool. I learned, I learned some stuff from her. I learned some stuff by looking at her, her do it. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I'll, I'll schedule the gigs. I'll schedule the gigs. If I need help with it, I have my mom help. I'll write the songs. I, you know, plan the, like the the rehearsal parts. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, I, and my brother-in-law, when we broke up as a group, um, he referred me to a studio to say, "Hey, you should go. I still want you to, you know, if you still want to record your own projects, I refer to a studio." And I was like, "All right, man. Whatever. Like, okay. Like." And yeah. Whatever. So hanging out. Is this pre-internet? Is this pre-internet? By the way, is this where you're yes. like physically promoting with your CDs and stuff like this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, at, at the time, um, we was in the process of writing to record. Right. But I was having other artists. I was having other artists. So basically, I was the the guy behind the guys. Got it. Initially. Right. Even at a yeah. young age, I was the guy behind the guys. I wasn't the guy. That most people see, like, seen perform. I did perform here and there of yeah. my own stuff, but when they see me around my friends, even my friends that tend to be rapping and this and that or whatever. Yeah. But one day, me and my friends was joking around, and I was like, and we got invited to a, I got, I scouted a, a if you read my bio, it was a guy named, my mentor named Possessor Da Vinci. Right. Yeah, tell me about that. He had a king. He had a show. He has a show called The King Show. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And when I met him, I met him because of, I was an artist initially, a comic book artist. Oh. Okay. And so I was sitting there drawing. I was sitting there drawing at drawing a comic book. Matter of fact, the same character Bugsy, the, the character we're making a movie about. Yeah. Yeah. And was walking down the street. I was going to see my mom, and I had the comic book in my, in my hand. And I seen Obsessio um, out at his shop, and I was like. And I stopped for a second, like, to see <laughs> him draw, right? Because we was yeah. coming home from uh, high school. You know, you're head of the ROTC, ROTC program? Yes, yeah, for sure. I was part, of, we was part of the ROTC program. Cool. In high school. So I was leaving ROTC in uniform, and I seen Possessio, like, doing art. And I was like, I stopped in my tracks. I was like, yo, like. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Like, what is that? <laughs> and he was like, he was showing me his art. And I was telling him about the character. And he invited us initially to um, his show to perform. Wow. 
And initially what happened was what was supposed to happen in the group, the rap group, it was uh, me and the two other rappers that was supposed to be in whatever. Right. And we had planned the idea of this song we were supposed to do and blah, 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 and it was going to come out rapping and this and that or whatever. And one of the rappers didn't go to the show. He didn't go to the show. He stayed at home. Wow. And I was like, crap. Like, okay, like, all right, like, like, well, uh, any reason or he just did Did he bail? Why did he bail? <laughs> I don't know. I guess he got nervous or whatever the case was. Yeah. But he didn't show up. Wow. And, and so, like, I'll say, like, a couple seconds before we still go on stage. Yeah. The rapper that was with me, he was like, oh, we're not going to perform those songs. We're going to perform some other songs. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> And you didn't, you weren't even, you didn't even know. You were just like, okay. No, because we had, we had planned the songs, like, we're going to perform this, you're going to go right. here, this person going to go, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it was like, all right, cool. But just before he, we got called to screen, he was like, hey, let's change it and do these songs. And I'm like, mm. Yeah. I, I can't, like, I can't tell you no, because, like, we're owning a few Right, few yeah, yeah. Like, I can't. Like, discuss this. I can't, like, tell you no, whatever the case. Yeah. So I told him, I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm not going to rap. I'm not going to rap today. Because the song he changed, the song yeah. he changed would have forced me out to rap that day. And, I and it's last rapping. minute. It's so last minute. And I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not yeah. going to, like, do it today. Uh, so, so, I, so I, well, I was interested to know about, so you got three Billboard Hot 100 singles, which is which is like such a great accomplishment. Last Man Standing, Tweety, Our Business is Nobody's Business. Can you tell me about that? Like, how does that happen? Tweety, Tweety was a song, um, my mom, again, it was, Tweety is about uh, people in general. Yeah. But more specifically, my mom's sister, Monty. Um, she <laughs> was, uh, uh, before I was born, she was a in a domestic relationship. Okay. And her uh, her husband or her boyfriend burned her and her two children oh my in god. a house fight. Oh god, I'm so sorry. That's terrible. Yeah. So he burnt. Like, he burnt the house. He burnt the house. Jesus. And they were in it. And oh. my, my and my my cousin, the girl, my girl cousin survived, but she had had to get, get skin grafts. Yeah. Over her whole body. Oh and my, man. And her and her um my cousin. Boy, cousin, he passed. They both passed away. Oh man! And so what happened was that song, Tweety, uh, ended up becoming a hit because of the content of what the song is. Sure. But but initially, I wasn't going to write the song or release the song initially as a as a song. What happened was um, my mom, my mom and my my auntie sell share a, a birthday a month mm -hmm. of, of their birth. Uh. They share. Couple of days, they're a couple of days apart, and as far as like um, birth month, birth months, right? Got it. And a year apart, or whatever. Yeah. And my mom asked me to write a song about her, about her sister. Yeah. And I was like, at first, I was hesitant because I was like, well, I don't know, like I don't. I'm not, that's not an avenue that I want to yeah. go down right now. Like I don't have the 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 mindset. Yeah. There. Yeah. You know, like... And you have you know, to. Like, yo, you got to be in that mindset, and I don't have yeah. that mindset. 
And so one night, my mentor, Pistachio, was like, hey, I'll write it. And my mom, me and my mom looked at him and was like, it wouldn't mean anything. It wouldn't mean anything. Yeah. And my mom was like, can you do it? And I'm like, I'll think about it. I'm yeah. not going to tell you yes or no. I'm not, I'm not going to like think about it. Yeah. And one day, I was sitting there writing a different project. And the chorus came. And I started writing the song. Like, and I started writing the song. So wow. I, give it, I give it to my mother. and was like, hey, here's the song, blah, blah, blah. I'm done. Yeah. And my mom was like, uh, can you record it? And I'm like. <laughs> it's and like, not only like, do you have to write it, but now you got to record it. She's like, can you record it? I'm like, okay, mom, I'll record it for you. Like, yeah. I'll record it for you or whatever. So I went to the studio, yeah. paid the money, recorded the song, and handed it to her. I was like, CD, I'm done. Like, I'm. Yeah. I washed my hands of, of the, the track. I'm done. Live long to memories, y'all. This song's dedicated. Not just to my own Twitty. It's dedicated to all of you who lost someone due to fire. September 11th. The war in Iraq. To everywhere in the world. Remember, we didn't forget. Live long to memories, y'all. All right, they're long to memories. I love you. I love you. I tweeted. Let me say this again. I tweeted. To me, you're my mom's best friend. You're my mom's sister, so that makes you kin. Long live to your memory, and I wish you were here. Even though I never met you, you're my aunt as well as friend. Time wasn't always bad, but to hear that you died years before I lived made me real sad. I know when you were here, when my mom backs against the wall, but to leave it up to you, you never let her fall. You're always hanging together, or laughing, or going through ish for you. I give my life so that you can live. Your life was cut short by senseless violence. You died because your boyfriend burned you and two of your kids. You and one of your kids died so that one one of your kids can live. Live Life was cut short by senseless violence. You died because your boyfriend burned you and two of your kids. You and one of your kids died so that one of your kids can live.
daughter, she's all growing up now. She's airport material, flying people all over town. She had two kids of her own and two baby fathers. But despite it all, I look at her life and I love her regardless. 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 does your grandma think of the music that you've been making that you have made um you know what um jokingly um i was doing a uh radio show yeah and i released because i play my music on my podcast the podcast i do yeah i play my music and one day my grandmother heard me play the song tweety by the way yeah what's her what's her about her daughter yeah and she told my mother she goes tell that boy I want a copy of that song. There and you I go. was like, huh? It's like, wait, wait, what? Like, wait. <laughs> there you go. Because you know how parents don't tell you sometimes that you 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 got it or don't have it or whatever the case is. Yeah. But for her to want that song and for, for the fact that it was about her daughter and yeah. the fact that she liked the song itself, yeah. I was kind of like, oh. Now we, I can have a conversation with my grandma about music. When I go when I do see her. Yeah, we can talk about business. We can talk about music. We can talk about stuff because now it's kind of like, oh well, I see that you do it. Yeah, so that's amazing. So I'm, I'm definitely very curious. I mean, I understand you weren't in the right frame of mind at the time, but then what eventually gets you to be like, okay, I, I can do this. I'll write, you know, I'll write tweeting. Um, you know what? It's just, I think it was just the idea of you have to, you, you have to. Feel it. I guess me, my, me. I was sitting there writing. I was writing a a, a movie script at the yeah. time, and you know, you just, you just like I don't know. Just because I was in a creative, a creative mode at the moment, sure. I started hearing lyrics to. I started hearing lyrics to a a, a chorus. So yeah. I didn't know it was it was gonna be the actual song. I was sitting. I started writing the chorus down, and then you jumped off from there. The chorus. Yeah. I started writing the chorus part. And I'm like, this is dope. I like this. I like this. Yeah. Right. I like. I like how this. I like how this is gonna uh, coming together. Yeah. And then I start writing it, and then I start. I'm like, wait, I could say this, and and I was like, and I, as I started writing more of. Yeah. I was like, wait, I can use this. Is, this is this is a song that I can get back. I can give to my mother. Like, great. Yeah. Here. I'm. I'm. Like, I I did what you asked. You asked me to write a song. Yeah. So I re- I wrote it like here I'm, yeah. I'm done this is this is my i promise you i'll make i'll think about it i thought about it i wrote yeah. it here i'm done and my mother was like she cried and she was like and she was like this is beautiful and i'm like oh, okay cool yeah. like i like it and that's what she asked me can i record it so yeah. that way she can actually hear how it sounds totally 
And so uh, how, I was just curious to know, has uh, your surviving cousin heard the track as well? Um, I think my mother, because I gave a copy to my mother, so my mother let her hear it, I think. Okay. Um, and my cousin, I think my mother said that my cousin liked the song as well. Yeah. But right. I mean, it must have been so emotional for them. Um, yeah. And then my mother was told me one day after I recorded the song and gave it her, to her. Yeah. She asked me to uh, play it on my podcast, play it on my radio show and my TV show at the time, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, mom, I'm only going to do it because you asked me to. Not that I hate this. It's not that I hate the song itself. So don't 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 get it. I don't hate the song. Right. It's just like the idea. It was a gift to my mother. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I start playing it on TV and radio, and then it gets popular. People are calling me and was like, "Hey, I used to use it as intro to the show. Like, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna play it because I'm gonna find some of my can be okay about it." Yeah. And so people are calling me and was like, hey, we want to request that song. And I'm like, what song are you talking about? And then they start singing the, they start singing the lyrics to me. Oh, like, wow. Ah, like, okay, fine. I'll play wow. And I start playing, I start playing the, I start playing the song. Yeah. And I'm like, and it grew on me because it was like, I had a, the lady who sings the, well, I rap, I rap sort of, rap, write, talk the, 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 the verses. Sure. But I have a friend, my, my one of my sister's friends, who's a really, really talented singer. Yeah. She ended up starting singing a chorus to the, to the song. Oh, wow. So it was even even more doper because my mom is, is cool. All the people that's involved in the, the recording process, yeah. my mom was cool to everybody. Yeah. So she heard the song. She was kind of like, it was a surprise to her. Like, oh, you got such and such on the, uh, singing the track or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, uh yeah, it, it, again it wasn't amazing. It, it, it wasn't just came together. Planned. It wasn't planned. It yeah. wasn't planned because the initial, the original version of the song, it was me and my mentor singing the track. But when and when I got back into the studio, the day I was gonna go in, well, correction, the day that I I lay down the chorus, my mentor laid down the chorus, the original chorus. Yeah. But when I went, was gonna go in the studio to record my verses. Yeah. My sister's friend went in the studio, and I had to record re- 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 record it with her voice. Yeah. And then I laid down my verses to it, and I put it together. And I was like, "Okay, I think this set, this this sounds better." Yeah. And this is the version I'm releasing. This is the version I'm releasing. This oh, is the okay. version I'm giving. This is the version I'm giving to my mother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that just must have blown her mind. What what kind of what? How about your sisters? What kind of music did they listen to? What kind of music did they get into? They listen to my sisters listen to everything. Okay. They, like 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 me, they listen to everything. I they probably more they probably listen to way more stuff than I probably really ever probably would probably. Wow, interesting. <laughs> so you have been. I mean, it seems like you your appreciation of music includes all different genres. Is that safe to say? Yes, but you know what? When you know when you're a kid. Um, I didn't realize I had even more of a gift of music. Because yeah. Because when I was in sixth grade, I was in a band. I was in a band class. My, oh, I have okay. family members who was in band as well, too. But when I was in sixth grade, I, I, you know how you take a, just take a class for, for music. And you're like, yeah, I'm taking yeah. it because it's a class. Yeah. Right? And although, like, as far as I don't play saxophone, any, I haven't played saxophone in ages. Yeah. 
But that class taught me music notation. That's great. So I can I can hear music. I can code read music and and hear it how and hear it and write it and that's amazing and stuff. And I'm like, yo, what the <laughs> what the hell? Like, I, and one day I took a um, I took a music notation class. Wow. And the, and the guy was like, the teacher was like, you know this. The teacher was like, you know this. Like, why are you taking my class? You know this. Wow. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, he was like, and I asked him a question. He goes, he said, I have an answer for you. I said, what? He said, go to the board and answer the the, the uh, music question. I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, just go to the board and answer the question. And I'll go, I go up there and I answer the, the thing. He goes, he said, did you get your answer? <laughs> to the question, just ask me. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, whoops. <laughs> oh my God. But so, I mean, uh, are you the type of producer, uh, performer, artist, where you can just pick up an instrument? Are you one of those types of, type of artists where you can pick up an instrument and just sort of play it because you have that knowledge? No, okay, this is the thing. I'm not your typical musician. Yeah, right? okay. And right now I'm producing the I'm producing the soundtrack and the album at the same time. Wow. I'm producing I'm producing the soundtrack for the movie project that comes out this year or next year or whatever. And I'm producing my follow-up album to the Sync album, the one you read about on the page. Yeah. I'm writing an album right I'm writing a follow-up album called uh, Cali Hospitality, which is the follow-up to the Baby G Sync album you see you, you see written in the bio. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what happens is when I write music, I can rap the song or sing the song in a key that I want it in without me having a beat in my hand. Got it. Like most musicians have to have music yeah, in their the hand and hear it, right? Yeah. I rap and sing it without me having a beat and I'll go in the studio after the fact and create a beat after the fact. That's cool. That, that follows it because or I can or I can go be in the studio and I can hear a beat. And I can rap to it when I'm in the studio. So either or, I, I do either or. Sure. That's amazing. That's great to have that talent. Yeah, that's extraordinary to be able to come up with the stuff without having to hear anything. But it's, you're reconstructing it. In a way, you're taking like the, it's like a flip approach, which is great. Come up with the lyrics first, do the songwriting, and then hear it in your head, and then come up with the beat. I think it's very I mean, because, cool. Because old school, old school, when you listen to music, right? Yeah, music back in the day was an accompaniment to the, the what the music the lyrics were. Right, right, totally. Yeah, and so you have to. Most people will start singing a song, and then you start having the band play to the voice of the, the, the of the musician. Right? Yeah, today's music, most people have a beat, and they they'll rap to the actual beat. So yeah, it's, it itself is in reverse. Yeah. So my True. skill, I learned it. I learned it back. I learned it the original way. True. So yeah, I would rap it or sing it and then put a beat to it after the fact because that's how I initially learned. This is how I initially learned it. Yeah, but I can do it the other way too. So if, if I'm in the studio with somebody and they're like, "Hey, like, listen to this beat," and I have this beat, and I'm like, "Okay, cool. I can I can rap to it or sing it to it or whatever, make, yeah, and, and make it work or whatever the case is, right? Yeah. So you're comfortable either way. Yeah, I, I mean, like, cause like a couple of songs I have of the um. Like the song, I think the song uh, Tweety. Yeah. The the song was constructed wasn't constructed off my voice. 
it was constructed off the singer's voice. Oh wow! And I just, and I made it, I delivered my verses the way of of in the same tone, in the same way. Same the pitch. Yeah. So then it technically it attended, the song will technically work. What do you make of today's? music is there are there people that you've been able to find that you like do you think that hip-hop is taking a good progressive approach what's your take on today's stuff okay and no offense to anybody as far as music is concerned sure. I, i've heard i've heard a couple of pieces of music you know like the Nicki minaj's the megan the stallion cardi b's yeah I, I like them i like their music yeah right yeah but i don't me personally i don't listen to a lot of today's music and not that it's bad or anything. I like the music from like the, the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, up to the early 2000s. Yeah. Me, pers me yeah. personally. And anybody who knows me, they'll be like, damn, like he's always playing like old school music co consistently. Yeah. Right? No, I'm with you. I'm the same Today's way. Today's music, I don't hate it and I love it. And some of the art, some of the music is, is great, I'm sure. Yeah. Right? But it's like, I, it's like, it doesn't, like except the artists I except the artists I named, right? Yeah. Majority of the other music I don't I can't I don't I don't I don't understand what the hell they saying. Yeah. And you like, wait, wait, I don't understand what the hell you saying to even feel anything. Not that yeah. it's bad. Cause it, it has its own following, its own people, its own situation. Yeah. But I think that music today's music is for the younger people. I agree and with you. I, I stay I stay clear. Uh, with their, with their, of their music. Do you think that uh, the ability for one to sort of create their own music and pump it out without having to physically hand out material, you know, from a trunk or whatever, do you think that that's changed uh, the industry a lot? I mean, it seems like if, if you are assigned to a, a sort of label as opposed to going at it on your own, right? Like you have to go on tour and you have to sell merch and that's how like the Taylor Swifts and all these people blow up. But do you think in terms of hip hop and other genres, it's taken this turn because it's like there's so much content because people are on their own to create music? Um, you know what? I like both ways. Yeah. Okay. Music. I like the studio, I like the studio way of when they created music and they created the, not just the music, but they created the artist and the music, the label and everything else. Yeah. Right? And I also like the idea of people today have a lot of freedom yeah. to do what they want. I can see the changes in both. Yeah. Because, like I said, when I had the group in, in uh, the, the music group, I was it was during the label time, so right. I learned a lot of the business aspects from when they had when they had labels. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I've learned how to flip that into today's way. Right. Yeah, but what I what I have learned though, none of the stuff that the label, the way the label had it set up, it's still set up that way. It's just they have a, have a pop, uh, what is it, a popcorn way of releasing it today. Because mm -hmm. some some of the same information, the same things to get you paid back in the day, will yeah. get you paid today. Yeah, if that makes any sense. <laughs> because the yeah, same, totally. Because if you look, if you look at real, if, real stuff, if you look at sound, if you look at SoundCloud, if you look at SoundCloud, bro, SoundCloud. If you look at all, all these sites, right? Yeah, they still ask you for the same metadata as when you had an actual, a physical CD. Yeah, right. It's just most people. I think some people, not everybody, but some artists that I've met personally, 
yeah. don't see that part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. don't see that part. Like, hey, you still got to have metadata. You still got to have trackable codes. You still got to have all the other stuff. It's just quicker. You don't got to release a whole full album yeah. to, get, to get known. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and it used to be like mean think- videos, you know. I, I just remember that whole time. I mean, you've been in the industry long enough to see all the different changes and how it's moved. I just, It's just got to be so – especially when you're in the studio and you're creating your own music. It's just got to have – has an effect, right? Well, no, not really. I don't – you know what? Okay. To be honest, I don't think about it in that sense. Your transition has been seamless. Like you, you've basically I, been able to translate the old the – Analog to, to be honest, I don't pay attention to a lot of the stuff that's going on today. Yeah. I stay in my own lane. I like the stuff <laughs> that I talk about and I always have. Yeah. Has always been what's going on, what's personally happening to me at the moment. Or yeah. or my friends or the people who I know and stuff, right? Yeah. I don't try to be cooker cutter cookie cutter and be like, hey, I'm gonna cater to this to these people or this this uh, this these people right yeah i stay away from that because it's kind of like i don't know anything about your life right yeah yeah i don't think i don't know anything about your life what you've been through who you are you know whatever the case is right yeah i know but i know myself i know myself i know what i've been through i know what i've done what my heart heartache what pain is what love is sort of how how when I told you about the songs, right? Yeah. God must be spending a lot of time on you, right? Yeah. It, I like it because it relates to the idea of being around and having the relationships. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, like, don't get me wrong, I've been in a couple, I've been married, I've been divorced, I've, all that other stuff, right? Yeah. But specifically, that particular song was, I dedicated to a, a girlfriend who I had for 15 years. Wow, okay. Who recently passed away in 2021. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. Please. Yeah, no problem. But that song was dedicated to her, and that reminds me, that song reminds me of her and and who we are as the relationship, right? Yeah. And the song Mama, of course, is like by my mother. Like, I I look at it in reference to my mother. I love the idea. You know, I realize, like, hey, my mother, like, some of the success I have right now is a as a musician or whatever the case is. Yeah. Right? I'm good at what I technically do, but yeah. also I look at it, the idea, without my mother, I probably wouldn't be as I wouldn't be a songwriter because I experienced it from her. I I got that fr- I got that from my mother. Like like yeah. most people ask me that question, like, how did you get how did you how did you do this? I'm like, <laughs> my mother. <laughs> That's your mother, yeah. Right. Like even when I write songs, when I write songs and, and people were like, I had a lady tell me once I went to go and pitch the idea of performing at a, a venue, right? Okay. And the lady, I gave her a CD. I gave her a, a CD. Yeah. To to listen to. And she goes, okay. And she went off and listened to it, whatever, whatever she did. And I went back to meet her. Yeah. And an artist went to go meet her and she goes, okay. What is the real CD? And I wow. was like, what do you mean? And she says, I was like, well, this is my real CD. This is my real CD. This is yeah. my real album. And she goes, your music is so clean, you can you can perform it at Christmas. <laughs> and I was like, uh... Why is that a bad thing, though? Like, like damn, like, 
and I kind of laughed at it. it. Was like, damn, is that a good? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah. I'm wow. Like, oh. And I laughed at it, and I was like, well. And I was laughing. I was like, well. See, to me, like you know, MCs like uh, MF Doom comes to mind, and uh, you know, uh, a lot of De La. You don't have to curse, and to me, it shows that when you don't curse, like you have a bigger vocabulary. Like it's so easy to just drop but, the f bomb every other place. You know what I mean? But the thing is, I, again, my references is, is is my mother. Yeah. And, you know your relationships, or you yeah. know when you're around when you're around when you're around your when I'm around my grandparents, or when I'm around my mother, or when I was around a relationship, right? Yeah. I want something I can sit there and and sit there and listen to with them. Yeah. See, all of my all of my friends are older than me. Even even the girlfriend I had up in the twenty twenty one. Yeah. She's seventeen. She was seventeen years older than me. Got it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she she did music too and stuff. Right. Yeah. And so I want stuff I can sit down and, and be sitting in the house playing, and we can all sit there and talk about it and laugh about it, whatever. Right. Yeah. So I can listen to it them with. So I change. So my style that I have, the style I end up end up having. It, it was it wasn't the original style I had originally, sort of. Yeah. I changed my style to like fit the idea, so when I come home, I can I can listen to my music, and I'm gonna it don't gotta bleep out every so many words and missing yeah. out or whatever. And yeah, you kind of be like, look, if I go to my mom's, I can sit there and play my I can sit there and play my album if I want to sit there and play it, and I don't gotta skip I don't gotta skip songs, I don't gotta yeah. skip stuff. Yeah, exactly. Submit it, if I want to submit it, if I want to play it on like a podcast or play it somewhere yeah i'm gonna bleep it out or re-record it to make it cleaner yeah i clean it from the beginning like yo screw it you, you if you listen to it yeah you listen to it. if you don't i'm happy with for that too <laughs> it's also refreshing to just hear more songs that are sung with uh, uh you know uh or, or hip-hop that's that's honest and sincere you know as we, you mentioned before cookie cutter like it really is rare when like you know it's it's nice when you can actually hear the true expressiveness from someone that that actually means what they're singing about you know and it feels like you're you're very driven by family in your community and that's like been an inspiration for you if that's safe to say just i mean you know what to be honest like I, you either hear me either do music either biblically bibl uh, biblically mm -hmm. uh biblically comic book wise like with characters and stuff yeah or a story personally about my life or all three of them or some songs have a Intertwining between the, me and the character, sometimes me and the character that I'm writing about in, in the story. Yeah. Right? Has a, a deeper meaning to the idea of what I'm work, working on at the moment. Yeah. And I try to technically keep it honest. Like, yo, this is what this is going on. And maybe, like, maybe something like, for instance, like, although we're, getting, we're talking right now, right? Yeah. But if I, played you, if I played you a song, right? Yeah. You may not have lived in the same city I've lived in, you may not live, like, you know, whatever the case is, right? Yeah. We have different backgrounds, everything else. But if I played you a song, you'd probably be like, damn, I can relate to that. I can relate, this, yeah. Because of this situation, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's what this why I write music for. I don't write music to be popular. I don't write music to be popular, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I write music because, to be honest, some of the music is therapy. Yeah. When you write you kind of let it go and be like, okay, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with that situation. I'm moving on. When you yeah. when you go back and listen to it, you're like, damn. <laughs> yeah. I was that, and I 
don't get me wrong, I know I went through the situation. Yeah. Now, some of the songs I can listen to and be like, damn, that little nigga is going through some shit. Like, yo, yeah. like, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. if, if you listen to the album I have, right, the, listen, the album I'm doing right now, yeah. it's way different than the album I did before. Interesting. And, and you be like, damn, like, okay, well, if you listen to the album before, you'd be like, oh, it's, it's different, but to me, to be to be honest, the music I had before, yeah, was me, was me at that moment, right? But it was reliant. It was kind of sort of reliant on the idea of, learn, of learning my craft, yeah, and also yeah. having other people that was around me involved in that project, yeah, right. And the project that I'm doing now doesn't rely on a lot of people. Yeah, it relies on the people who wants to be there. They want to, but it more rely on the idea of who I am as a person and how yeah. much I've grown as a person. Yeah, yeah, they recognize the art and, and your growth, the evolution. Have you ever, or uh, have you ever, or do you plan in the future to compose music for your own visual projects, like a show or a movie, Bugsy? Like, would you want to compose your own um, music? Right now, I am. The soundtrack is. Uh, um, a project. I'm I'm working on a video game right now. Great! Based wow. Character, based on the character Bugsy, and also I'm, I'm working on a movie project based on the character Bugsy. So the posters you see behind me on my wall, yeah, are my character. Is the character Bugsy, right? Yeah. And I also play the character in the upcoming movie project. Oh, there so you go. So all the costumes and stuff. Yeah. Case. The shirt I have was, is Bug. Is the character is Bugsy. Amazing. Um. But yeah, I write. I'm writing the soundtrack for the uh, project, uh, Bugs, the Bugsy project itself. Right. And then also I have a, a, a pop, I'm writing, um, writing and producing a. I did a show called The Prince George Show on television yeah. some years ago, right? Yeah. And I'm relaunching it on uh, Amazon Prime. Nice. And the music, the music that's the music that's in it, is really from us. It's written from me and my company and stuff and stuff too and stuff. Wow. As we well do as it all. Yeah, as well as music that, also as well as the music that's in the Bugsy project, we wrote the music and produced it and stuff for the soundtrack as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so great. And that must be also a relief for you. You don't, you know, you don't have to deal with, you know, oh, you should do that this way, Prince Joy. You know, why don't you try this? You don't have like executives and people trying to poke and pry um, and tell you what to do. You know what? I've never really had the, that issue. I think I, the, that's the cool. Biggest, I think the, big, the funniest thing, the funniest thing I've ever had, I think sometimes comes from my grandmother, because my <laughs> what, because of what, what Bugsy is, what Bugsy, and what you learned what Bugsy is. Yeah. My grandma had pitched ideas to me, and, and she'd be like, "Once you do this, and once you do this, and this and that." But other characters, and I'd be like, oh, "I'm not that mindset. Like, I'm not that mindset to to." Deviate from the the characters, the, the character Bugsy or any other characters I'm building on my own. Yeah, like she has her own way of thinking about. Because remember, I told you she's from the country, so she yeah. has her own country characters that she she wanted to see come to life. Yeah, and ideas, and I'd be like, "Uh, Granny, um, <laughs> that's a yeah, that's your project, Granny." Like it would take me forever to even think in that capacity, like to even think like that. Like, yo, yeah, Granny, I love that you have the 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 believe in my skill set to yeah. technically do something like that. But I don't, I don't, I don't have the I don't have the faith in myself to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, how about that? That's in sync with parentheses. God must have spent, in parentheses, a little more time on you. A uh, hit song which uh, came out in 1998. Um, it is a really, really sweet song, I'll tell you that much. And um, it was uh, initially released in Europe, and it's from their uh, debut album. Uh, which I believe I'm blanking on the name of the album. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm totally blanking on the name of their first album. Uh, but I can tell you it did very well. It hit a lot of charts. Uh, it reached number two on the U.S. Adult Contemporary Billboard charts. It reached number four. It reached number 45 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. And uh, interestingly enough, the In Sync. Uh, boys band was also huge on the country scene, uh, country scene, and they were the only ones to be nominated for uh, every other category and then country. So uh, what happened was in '99, the following year, the group Alabama recorded the song, and In Sync sang backup, and uh, that song reached number three on the Billboard Hot Country Songs, and number 29 on the Billboard Hot 100. Which is really fascinating to think that you know, it be, they their song actually did fairly well as uh, in addition to their own version, the Alabama version, I think may have uh, shined a little more light on the In Sync. Um, before that, you heard a song from Mama, a special song from Boys to Men. Um, it's written and produced by Babyface. Babyface, a huge producer. Um, and it's from the 1997 motion picture Soul Food. And it spent two weeks in the number one slot on the U.S. R&B chart. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really, you know, it peaked at number seven on the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, and it comes from their fourth album known as Evolution, which came out in 1997. And it's also utilized in Soul Food. And it comes out on the Motown label. So yeah, this was a huge hit. Uh, Boys to Men, Babyface. Um, and these are songs, incidentally, that have been chosen by our guest on the Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion, Brother Prince George. And now let's get back to learning some more about him and his creativity and music and how it's affected him. When you're when you're creating visual art and you're doing uh, your comics, you're doing the Warzone comics. Uh, are you listening to music when you're when you're drawing and, and creating your comics? Are you do you listen to music often? Um, yes and no. Okay. It it depends on what I'm what I'm writing about at times. Yeah. I'm I'm. Well, sometimes I'm I'm watching a sometimes I'm listening to music. Sometimes I'm watching a, a show that I want want to watch. Yeah. Like say Amazon Prime or something. Yeah. Or watching a movie. Oh, I'm doing three three things at once. I'm writing a story. <laughs> I'm listening to music, and I'm watching a show. So I'm doing something else all at once, and it's kind of like, like, how the hell did you can you pay attention? I'm like, yo, asking any asking any question about the song or the show or the stuff I'm writing at the yeah. moment. It's a muscle. It's like, you know, when you when you used Absolutely. to it, you can sit there and be like, and you can be doing something else. And I'm pretty sure like, like you, you I'm, I'm, not, I'm saying like, you know how have you ever been like you've been cooking in the kitchen or something? 
and be having a having a show in a whole different room on the TV <laughs> or listen to yeah. a song or some shit. Yeah. And you be sitting there like you be bopping to it or some other shit and you be cooking. And then you go and probably turn go turn the channel or change the station or whatever, and you like, uh, yeah. uh, uh, uh turn that back. <laughs> you like, like, how so you, like, dude, like I know what I'm I'm listening to. Like you might not understand my brain, but my brain is t- it's going in there. In to to whatever I was watching or listening to. Yeah. Well, I was doing something else. And I tell people that, like, yo, I don't I I make my my my, my brain work, yo. Like yeah. yo. It's all subliminal there, too. It's like subliminal. It's like hitting you. You don't even realize it, but it's you know the background affects us. You know. Yep. Um, so you picked out some really interesting songs here, and I want to uh, discuss your picks and why you chose them. We have In Sync. Got to spend more time with you. Why did you choose this song? Um, that song, like I said, it's it's a song. Um, I like I feel that way about my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Or I fed up with my girlfriend. Matter of fact, I told you I dedicated I dedicated to her. It's one of yeah. the one of the one of the funny the day where the day we start dating. Yeah. The day was the day we start dating. I dedicate we was talking and I dedicated the song to her. And through that song through that song, although I had a, a message to her. Yeah. She start she learned how she honed her. Uh, songwriting skills off that song. Wow! Like, and we joked about it because one day she she went back. I mean, how you dedicated a, a song to a person, right? Yeah. And most yeah. people listen to uh, most people listen to a song and be like, okay, I listen to the song when they hear it. It's it's um it is it is it's special, right? Yeah. Well, one day she was was sitting in a we went to the library. We're sitting in the library, and I was sitting there doing something else, writing or something. Yeah. And she went to to listen to the song. She wanted to listen to the, all the lyrics to the song. Yeah. So she went and started writing the lyrics out word for word, line by line. Wow. And I walked over to her and was like, "What are you doing?" She goes, "I'm writing. I'm writing the song, the, the song out or whatever." And I said, <laughs> "I took her paper, joked with her, and I took it and bought it." Her own song. <laughs> and she goes, "Huh?" And I was like. I said, if you can sit there and write their words line by line, word for word, yeah, you probably can write music as well too and stuff. Yeah. And she goes, she looks at me and said, okay, I got, I, she said, I got some. I said, I, we were joke, we made a bet, we made a, a a bet. And I goes, yeah. I said, today is this day. By this day of next week or whatever the case. Yeah. We're gonna write. We have these many these titles, right? Yeah. Who can write? Who can write these titles or more of these titles to these songs? Wow. Who can, can win, whatever the prize was, whatever the case. Yeah, yeah. Was. That's cool, and, man. And I was like, it's just a like, you know, deal. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, okay. You're like, she's like, okay, let's go. She's like, bet. And so by that, by that date, she had like a pretty much uh, half of her album, her, her half of her album done. Wow! And I was kind of laughed at it, and I was like, and by that date, she had a she had thought about a cover and everything else, and I was like, <laughs> with uh, with all of your projects, Bugsy and, and the King Show, are you 
Are you responsible for all the writing? I mean, is this pretty much like uh, a one-man show, would you say? Or, or do you, I mean, do you have like, obviously I imagine you have editors and people to help you out on that end, but like, are you, you're basically the one in control of creating your own content? Um, yeah, you know what? It's one of those, th it's one of those things that, you know how you say, is your is sometimes people have a life work they don't they don't realize they're building yeah over yeah. a period of time they don't realize they're building it don't yeah. wrong, i have other projects that i'm working on and doing and other stuff yeah and i have done and stuff but you know how when you over a period of time you home different like this is the thing with this this project yeah i'm finally pulling all the talents together all the talents i've learned and other people's learned and other stuff Put them together as one major project. Yeah. Right? So like all the stuff that you see me do now, I did individually as individual things. Like yeah. Over a period of time, like I did music at one point, I did art around that same time, but in a different place. Yeah. So it was never me doing music and art together. Thinking about a, a, yeah. a full project. Or like when I did the TV show originally. Yeah. I did the TV show, and at first I was using other people's music in the TV show initially. Yeah. And then yeah. I started writing music, and I was like, yeah. And again, like, because I started like recording the song Tweety and the song Last Man Standing and all that. Yeah. I started using it on. I started using it on the TV show. Wow. And then, when yeah. I got when I got the radio show, I was using it on my mentor's music, and then I was like. I'm gonna squeeze it. I'm gonna squeeze it one of my songs in in, in in the radio show and see what people what people think about it. It's also added and, promotion for yourself and your talent. Well, it wasn't. You know what? It was at first. It was fun. Like you know, you 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 put you plug a song in, and the way I used to play music, the way I don't play it that way anymore. But the way I used to play music, yeah, it gives you a message. So if you listened to the the, the songs how they were played. Yeah, you will hear the message that each song, and it leads you up, leads you to a, a bigger story, right? Yeah. And the reason why I stopped doing it that way because I had a I had a director who technically like felt really offended one day, and really? I kind of like I was in training one day out at, at the radio station, right? Right. And he was training me at the radio station, and he had an alternate lifestyle than me. Okay. And so, I didn't <laughs> think I didn't think about it. Yeah, I was playing the songs. Yeah, I was playing my mentor songs, and I was playing because what? Well, okay, let me back up. Okay, I was gonna play some different songs in in the radio station. Right, right. The direct the director, the engineer, the direct engineer guy. Yeah, he asked me about playing um, some of my mentors some work his work or whatever the case was right and so i kind of was like nah i will do it later yeah so you know you know you kind of be like yeah i'll just i'll play some of it but i'm not gonna play it in a specific order totally i'm gonna just play music completely yeah and so he kind of answered the idea oh you're gonna um play some music blah 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 what about you know he asked me about a couple songs and i'm like okay fine so i'm not thinking about it I ended up playing those songs, but I ended up squeezing other songs in between it. Yeah. Right? And as I played the songs, you heard, you, I didn't see it. I just looked around and the door was open. 
and he left the door open. He left the he left the he left the uh, the studio, and for a minute, stopped talking to me. Wow. Wow. Like what? Like so I finished the show and I kind of walk out the studio like Wow. I'm like, like what the <laughs> like <laughs> sometimes creativity does weird things to people, yeah? I mean it's just so No, but it wasn't my but it wasn't my song at the time. Right. And I, and I was like, so I went and I You told you said like, up you said up top like uh you know, uh you know. So he was like I was like, my mentor asked me, my mentor was like, what's wrong with blah blah blah? He said, What did you do? I said, He asked me, he asked me about, he said about this, this song. Yeah. And this song. He asked me about your music. He asked me about your music. And I told him I wasn't going to play any. I wasn't for sure I was going to play anything. Yeah. Right? And if I did, I wasn't going to like whatever. He puts the issue. So I start playing music. Right behind each other, but I played the songs he wanted me to, like he asked about. But I, the way I played, I didn't play them in, a, in I played them in, a, a, I guess in in a storytelling way, like playing the songs right behind each other. Yeah. I said, I said, I looked around. He was gone to the studio. We have a rendezvous at a quarter to eight. It's seven oh five. Don't want to be late. We're gonna meet at your favorite place. We're gonna have your favorite dish and your favorite drink. Sit back. I have something to say. Listen up, girl, as I tell you this. I'd be lying if I said you be truly missed. No way to break me down. I'm true to this. Thought on the other side was grass would be a little greener. Jumped overboard and found her life was a little sicker. Took a little of your caliber and didn't know how to treat her. My black senior You might as well look through the one ads, cause you can never return. Now move aside and get my new woman to turn. Just chill like a villain, cause that's what you are. Look at my tall brown beauty, now she's my star. She got me like my nose wide open. Got me like old man. Like Beethoven when he hit the keys. Hopefully when he hit it, you remember me. Now that I got your attention, you remember me. It's not my fault. In the beginning, you had your son. I know it was like, yeah, it didn't bother me. I figured if I got, knew it was right for me. Even if it meant it really made family. Until early one morning, early one night. Something wasn't, wasn't quite right. You were sleeping real late, up all night. If it was me, it would have been, been all right. But it wasn't the streets like the hell with me. So my career became my future. Step into the future. You with Tim and she's with me. So what does Sam head make you think you can call on me? If anything, get the hell away from me. Oh, no, 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 no. coming from an honest place and that's the and i think that's what makes for a good music that's how people gravitate and relate to what you're putting out and that's not to say like you know the fun rhymes or the fun rock uh, anthems and stuff they don't have value because they do have their value but it's what separates artists you know i think is like the whole approach and i'm just, as i said you know organism does what it does best you felt like you have this recipe and you're consistent with it so that's totally what I respect about you and, and your projects and uh, your art that you're putting out. I'm, I'm completely blown away. Um, and I want to actually get it out there that uh, if you're listening, and I know you are, visit SoundCloud.com slash 
Warzone Comics. That's War, Z-O-N-E-C-O-M-I-C-S. And uh, look for this uh, Baby G Sync album, because I'm telling you. And I'll put the link again down below so all of you folks can uh, check out what Prince George is doing, all of his amazing projects, as well as you got it. Man, you got to check out this. I'm just giddy because this album is amazing. And I got to say that because it's so heartfelt and because it is so so sincere, uh, I just people, I, this is like so much better than a lot of the R&B and hip hop that I hear these days is all I have to say. And I think that's also because it's like, it's easy to just do, you know, and there's just like no substance. That's what it is. Prince George is like substance. You know what I mean? I think that's what it, what, what it is all about. It's like finding the substance and also your musical arrangement is just like amazing. So I really want to thank you so much for being on on this program and discussing your background in music. I'm just absolutely blown away. Also, I want to point out there to those listening that uh, you could go through a lot of crazy stuff in your life uh, and you have the choice, as did Prince George. You can either let it all bring you down and fall victim and, and play victim and fall into manic depression or you could forge ahead and turn all of that into an art. So for that, I definitely commend commend you. Thank you. How do you spell relief? When I get acid indigestion, I spell relief. R-O-L-A-I-D-S. For heartburn, R-O-L-A-I-D-S. Rolade spells relief. In this test with Rolade's active ingredient, laboratory acid changes color to prove Rolade consumes 47 times its weight in excess stomach acid. How do you spell relief? For gas, I spell it R-O-L-A-I-D-S. Rolade spells relief, fast relief. That was uh, Brother Prince George. What a pleasure it was speaking with him. Do check out the links in this uh, radio show's description for more. Um, coming up right now, one of our favorite segments, Who's Better, The Who or The Doors? The Doors or The Who? One of these bands is obviously better than the other, but which one is it? So um, I forget who we started with the last time we played, but uh, right now I think that we should start with The Doors. Hello, I love you, let me jump in your game She's walking 
The Who with Young Man Blues recorded live at Leeds in the year 1970. Young Man Blues is just so fantastic. What a great song. You know, The Who uh, would famously put on these amazing shows and just hearing them perform this live, it sounds like it's uh, from an album. It sounds like it's from the album. It's amazing. Uh, so they really get a lot of props. Uh, great, great track right there. Uh, and then before that, we heard from The Doors, and we heard uh, their big song. Um, what the hell did we listen to? Oh, yes. Hello, I Love You. Now, Hello, I Love You is from Waiting for the Sun. Um, I'm trying to remember when it came out. I want to say it's like, uh, obviously it's like early 70s, but... When this song came out, Ray Davies of the Kinks accused them of stealing a riff from their song, the Kinks song, All Day and All the Night. Uh, so that's interesting right there. And then Morrison admitted it was true. And, um, and that Krieger said that they also took the drum beat from Cream's Sunshine of Your Love. So how's about that? They managed to lift both the riff from the Kinks and a drum beat from Cream. From Cream. So that's rather interesting. A little bit of trivia right there. Uh, the Doors song, love, uh, you know, I, I love you, why don't you tell me your name, uh, so on. It's, you know, I like the heaviness of the song. I love the guitar work on there. But uh, this round goes to The Who. I don't think it's uh, much of a contest this round. Uh, I don't know, I Love You is definitely a great song in its own right. And that album, Waiting for the Sun, is really fantastic. But uh, there's something about listening to The Who uh, performing live, you know, and it's at Leeds. And uh, I feel perhaps this, I love, uh, Hey, I Love You, Tell Me Your Name song by The Doors came out later? I'm not too sure. But yeah, I think maybe perhaps a year or two later is what I'm imagining. But yeah, this round goes to The Who. I think that song totally rocks. Young Man Blues recorded live at Leeds 1970. Folks, this has been the Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion. I hope you have enjoyed yourself. I want to thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe and uh, share it with your friends, families, and your enemies. And as you may probably already know already, you can listen to this radio show on most major pro- uh, podcasts for about to on most major podcast platforms. Tune in, drop out, baby. And uh, if you don't want to go to Spotify, or even if you do, I still encourage you to check out czg123.blogspot.com. That is czg123.blogspot.com. There you'll find an embedded radio player playing all the episodes of the Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion, and you get to read some of the articles I've written about various aspects of music. There's a new article up there right now, and uh, every TNT, a new episode, a new show. Every TNT, every Tuesday and every Thursday. I'd like to thank my guest on White Music, Prince George. And uh, I'd like to thank both The Who and The Doors for uh, letting, uh, helping us rather decide on who's better. Because one of you is better. I am your host, CZUG123. I want to thank you so much for listening. 
And remember, music helps to heal. And music really is, if everyone could just get around together and listen to some tunes or uh, listen to some stand-up, you know, I think a lot of a lot of conflict would, would resolve itself. You know, imagine if all if we could all just sit down, you know, and all these nations and everything could just sit down and, I don't know, listen to uh, Fats Domino. Until next time, may the Ripper Flipper your explosion.